Welcome to this episode of my podcast where I am going to talk to you a little bit about the history, about why it is that there are so many wrong beliefs about homeopathy in our society. So we get to talk a little bit about history today uh, and about the different medical associations, the different American medical associations, and it would give us a much you know, a much better insight into why it is that the beliefs around homeopathy today are so wrong. Um, but before that, uh, I would also just like to share something else with you. Uh, I it, it, It's been a little bit of, if you're following this podcast, then you know that I'm very much on and off, hot and cold with this podcast. And I have been trying to look into finding a way where I feel more hot, where I'm more on, and where I feel more interested <clears throat> in doing this podcast. You know, the podcast I have made so far, they have been very much about teaching something, showing you something uh, that you can do with homeopathy, giving you really concrete, solid advice about homeopathy. But I'm also thinking there's probably better media uh, to learn these things from. So I am going to mix it up a little bit um i do all of this kind of advice stuff i do that inside the home prescribers club which is my online homeopathy club it's subscription based you can try it out for nine dollars the first month so uh, it's easy just to step in and take a look at it and that space is just completely filled up with therapeutic advice you know you can go in there and you can look up different ailments and you will get direct advice to this ailment about homeopathy uh, and more to come. So you can go in there and find all of that. So I think it's going to be, you know, some of the things that I'm quite interested in exploring in the moment is, for instance, the history behind um, the misconceptions about homeopathy. I find that extremely interesting. And, and I've been so absorbed in the remedies and material medicas and, and methods and, and all of that, that I haven't really felt like uh, I could also engage in this. But the time has come now where I'm going to engage more in, in these things. So I'm quite excited about sharing some of that. Another podcast I'm going to make, uh, maybe the next one, we'll see, uh, is going to be about root causes. Uh, so actually, I could say the topic today, what is the root cause of the uh, uh, misbelief or wrong beliefs about homeopathy? That's what we're going to talk about. But the, but the theme root cause is also just so interesting and can it be expanded upon forever and ever so i'm gonna get much more into those types of topics around homeopathy and not so much therapeutics so if you're interested in the therapeutics join the home prescribers club online i would also like to share more personal stuff and and just more stuff about what else that i'm doing because i think one of the things i find only talking about homeopathic therapeutics is made to quite limited uh, I'm interested in a lot of stuff um, and I'm also I think quite active and go out and experience things as an entrepreneur and that's actually something that I want to talk about today uh, because I have been part of a network of holistic practitioners um, that 
was supposedly reaching out to consumers of holistic medicine or alternative medicine and, you know, connecting people looking for alternative medicine with alternative practitioners. But, you know, it's just become so clear to me (laughs) after some time that that's not what they're doing. What they're doing is that they have a lot of holistic practitioners that they're trying to get to buy from each other. Uh, and that doesn't work. It, you know, it doesn't work for me anymore. I have been extremely grateful for this network to introduce me into this circle of holistic practitioners and a lot of life coaches. Um, and that has been great but now it has just come to this point where i was expecting something different from this network i was expecting you know i'm coming with a product i'm coming with a presentation i'm doing all the things you tell me to do so now i would like to get connected to this community that you tell me you're going to connect me with and and so i found out that that community is non-existent it's not there and you just, you know, when you get a door, kind of like, or when you have an experience like that, and you just want to, you know, slap yourself and say, oh my God, really? You know, is is this what's going on here? Have I ended up in some kind of trap here that is just trying to milk me from my money for their own purpose and just simply not doing what they're saying they're doing? I don't know. I actually believe that in this particular thing, I think there's good intention, but... I can't pay the rent uh, with good intentions. So I have to move on. And and of course, then you move on and, and you go, okay, where am I going to go to? <clears throat> and then I just realized that I have always been looking for this community that can solve all my problems, <laughs> that there must be this community out there. Once I get into that, uh, everybody's going to get excited about homeopathy, the world's hardest sell. And I'm going to talk about later why that is. Um, and <clears throat> in what I just realized is I have to build my own community. And I have actually succeeded at building my own community because I have a great community in Denmark with people that are super interested in homeopathy and in prescribing homeopathy for themselves at home. Beautiful, beautiful community that I have been honing and taking care of, been a part of and been in contact with for, I don't know, seven years. And now I just have it all in, in launched everything with the Home Prescribers Club, something like two months ago, I have launched that. Uh, and I'm super impatient with seeing enough people coming in there. But I also know that this is the community that I need to put my focus on. I don't need to search outside for a community for me to be a part of because I am actually building my own. And it's even though I, I find it frustratingly slow, I, you know, for me, it's difficult to understand why everybody is not just peeing their pants in excitement over homeopathy, you know, because that's how I feel about homeopathy. And I have done nothing else for so many years. And every day I get up, 
I am still as excited today as when I were and I was when I first realized what homeopathy can actually do. And that's what happens to a lot of people, you know, and that is a very beautiful and joyful and nourishing and nurturing and um, meaningful community to be a part of. I love that. So I just have to stop this looking for communities outside and put all my energy and focus in on building the community that I already have. Uh, and that's what I'm going to do. And that's also what feels so right in my heart. This is this is my thing, you know, this is my people. Um, uh, and also what I find in this community is that it's so full of so many other amazing inter- alternative partic- practitioners. And you, there's also doctors and there's also nurses and there's also all of those things. But in this in this community, there's such a richness of real knowledge you know that reaches further behind uh, further beyond uh, um, some of the very simple spiritual concepts of manifestation or whatever you know it's it's uh, here you got people they are doing it do you know what i mean it's just a different it's it's uh, people that have made a very very conscious decision in their life that they want to use alternative toxin-free alternative medicine natural medicine they're not choosing it because it's alternative you know they're choosing it because it's better because it's toxin-free because there's no side effects because you can't overdose on it because you can learn prescribing it yourself because it's cheap you know so many good 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 reasons to learn about homeopathy and the people that find this are also just an interesting crowd i find um a lot of people there in there that are really switched on making big interesting changes and decisions for themselves in their lives striving towards health and uh, that is healing for me to be in this community you know maybe this is the community that i need a big healing community so i am so happy to just watch that grow and then what there is of other kind of network out there and so on, you know, I may be interested, but my priority number one is my club in Denmark and the Home Prescribers Club, the new English speaking home, pres- homeop- homeopathy, home Prescribers Club for Homeopathy. So it was actually quite wonderful when I spoke to my darling friend here today, uh, Tiffany and she told me that there is some kind of new moon energy that is going on and it's all about rising from the ashes and separating from the things that are not and I don't know it just seems to fit really well (laughs) you know I am definitely a victim of astrology uh, and it's it's just fun you know but if that's the energy that is is right now then I am definitely doing that Um, so that's all good that makes me feel, uh, yeah, you know, it, it's, 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 it always feels like a relief when you purge something, you know, or, or you can at least get that feeling. And, and I feel a great sense of relief of, of being so clear about what my main focus for, for the future in regards of community is. 
I apologize for the noise. I can definitely see why people, they want to have their own recording system, uh, recording rooms at home. My goodness, once you start recording, then you realize you have to set up and then you also have to make sure that everybody's quiet. And that's very, very difficult to control. Okay, so let's talk about why is it that there are so many wrong beliefs about homeopathy out there. We have to remember that homeopathy is a holistic, effective system of natural medicine. Homeopathy is completely free of toxins and it has no side effects. Homeopathy is effective for both chronic and acute ailments. And homeopathy is scientific. I myself have a, a bachelor degree in science in, of homeopathy. So, and there is also papers out there to say that there's no proof that homeopathy works is a plain right lie. And we know that that's just a matter of looking that up. Uh, but how did this happen? How, how, how did it get to this? You know, let's, let's talk about this a little bit. If, if we talk about the history and homeopathy in, in the US, because Homeopathy was actually bigger than allopathic. Allopathic is like the term for um, the medicine that we know today. Conventional medicine, uh, mainstream medicine, whatever you want to call it. The, the, the name for that is allopathic medicine. So homeopathy was um, more popular or more used or more successful, whichever way you want to put it, than allopathic medicine. Um, but the orthodox physicians, uh, you know, where are we? Where are we now? We are, I guess, in, in you know, mid, mid 1800s, something like this. So 1850, something oh, oh in the beginning. Yeah, in, around that area. It would be better if I had the better years on exactly this, but I don't. But we will start adding some years when we start when we talk about the foundations of different associations and, and, and so on. So you will get some years as well. But orthodox physicians criticized herbalists, midwives and various other non-regular. So non-regular, that was the word that was used for anybody that was not a orthodox physician. Um, and, and orthodox physicians were looking down on the non-regulars because they were not medically trained. They uh, didn't train in the medical colleges. They didn't uh, know about anatomy. They didn't have the scientific angle um, in the same way as the orthodox physician. There was a great deal of snobbery in the, in the medical arts at this time and a lot of prestige. It was you know, the doctors, they were really competing for, for prestige and, and being the best in their field and so on. So, <clears throat> so, so, so there's, there's something about that in this as well, where you're looking down on the people that don't have the same education as yourself. But of course, uh, homeopaths at the time were trained at the same medical colleges as the doctors and they had the kind, same kind of medical degrees. So orthodox medicine could not criticize homeopathy on that account. So if they go out and criticize everybody else for not being medically trained, uh, why do they go out and keep criticizing homeopaths? You know, there can be a lot of speculation about that. 
And the truth is uh, probably never gonna be found for real. Who knows? But you know, maybe there is some truth in in this famous quote, uh, which is said by um, do 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 do. Uh, Paul Starr is his name. He wrote a book called The Social Transformation of American Medicine. And he says in this book, because homeopathy was simultaneously philosophical and experimental, it seemed to many people to be more rather than less scientific than orthodox medicine. So it is around this time that orthodox medicine is really taking a stance on being more a fan of the kind of more mechanical view of the body where we look at it as parts that needs can be changed and cut out or left and parts in the body that are apparently are necessary and and there's there came this very very quite mechanical view of the body and 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 the body as being imperfect from nature instead of looking at it as absolutely perfect and today you can say that what happens to a lot of us when we work with holistic medicine we're actually being ridiculed for having the holistic perspective that we can have the scientific perspective and the uh, 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 look at anatomy and pathology and you know like all of those things that we learn in the same way uh, and then we can have a holistic perspective because we're adding meaning to more things that's being laughed upon so and 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 you can see where this is coming from because this separation of homeopathy and uh, allopathic medicine is is separating here the other thing that of course made uh, orthodox doctors and medicine dislike homeopathy is the stance that homeopathy has always had on medicine or the allopathic medicine. We have we have strong views on allopathic medicine for different reasons. One of them is that allopathic medicine always comes with side effects. And that's something we are concerned about and we are worried about and, and something that we think about very carefully. Uh, at least we think that if you can heal with something that doesn't give you side effects or potentially gives you side effects, <clears throat> then that should always be preferred. So that's about starting intervention quite early on, actually, as well as a part of it, where you can see with allopathic medicine, you only go <laughs> when everything is completely wrong and then you can get some kind of fix for it. But to come with something that is quite small to your doctor your doctor is very likely just to not be interested and say come back when it's worse basically <laughs> don't waste my time um and then the and then the big solution is very often medication that is prescribed and the medications come with side effects there's nothing controversial that open the package insert and read it and see what it says the other thing that we also are concerned about in regards to medicine and homeopathy is that we are suppressing the symptoms so that the body isn't allowed to express what it's doing you know if you are coughing you are very likely 
trying to cough something up. And you may find that it's really annoying that you're coughing, but to suppress the cough is not the solution. That doesn't solve the cough. And that's when we start to talk about root causes and so on, which is a completely other podcast that I am absolutely itching to do. But there is this separation here where allopathic medicine or orthodox medicine is starting to take this more mechanical view and and in homeopathy we have this more holistic view or not more holistic view a completely holistic view but then we also start criticizing drugs and medicine so that doesn't go down well and of course doctors and the pharmaceutical industry they have always been completely connected and never separated so these are two industries that are definitely and absolutely looking after each other's interests. But also, you know what they say, they say, follow your money. And there is another quote here I would like to share with you. Uh, and this was a quote that was expressed by a physician at a AMA meeting or American Medical Association meeting, uh, where one of the orthodox physicians said, we must admit that we never fought the homeopath on matters of principles. We fought him because he came into the community and got the business. It's a shame. It's such a shame that we have to look at things like that. But here you go. Some other facts here is that actually in 1844, the American Institute of Homeopathy was founded. And that was America's first nat national medical society can you believe it i wish that this is something you would learn as a doctor where is your association coming from well here we go that was in 1844 that the american institute of homeopathy was founded in 1846 <clears throat> the rival group the rival medical group formed which vowed to slow the down the development of homeopathy this was one of the reasons why the American Medical Association was founded at all. It was to slow down the development of homeopathy. And they've been very, very determined to do that since. <clears throat> so they decided to uh, dismiss all members of their societies that were also homeopaths. They simply kicked them out. And, and they got so far as to, if people started to, if they were doctors that were associating with homeopaths or referring to homeopaths, even hanging out with homeopaths privately, uh, that was a sin. And you would get kicked out of the American Medical Association. You couldn't be a part of it. You'd be out of the good society. There were even cases where... There were husband and wives team where one was a homeopath, so so the man was a doctor and the woman was a homeopath, and there were situations like that where there had to be made exceptions uh, exemptions because you couldn't tell a husband and wife not to live together. But they they started purging and and it was it was quite grim and it was it 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 had a really really gruesome effect on homeopathy that this happened um they uh, yeah they, they 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 just perched everywhere so let's see here in 1846 that's when the american medical association 
and it was only in 1871 that the eight remaining physicians were expelled from the society for the heinous crime of being homeopaths. So that was in 1871, and that was in Massachusetts. And actually, in Massachusetts, that was the last place where anything like this happened. Um, that's and the reason why that why they they it happened last in Massachusetts that was because the elite there you know like the good society they were very attached to their homeopath and they did not want to not be able to see the homeopath anymore and they, so so it was the this the high society the elite that stood behind that but even in 1871 they couldn't do anything anymore either and uh, the last eight, eight homeopaths were expelled so that's from 1846 to 1871 so that went pretty fast but of course it's also just fun and interesting to make a note of and say that homeopathy is still kind of like elite medicine in the sense that first of all we do know that the people that go and see the percentage of people with higher education that goes and see the homeopath is bigger than people that goes and sees the GP and maybe it just is because you can't you know when you when you start using homeopathy you have to take some of the responsibility for your own health back you can't say the doctor is going to fix me he's going to give me a pill he's going to this and that yo no there's conversation there's insight there's suggestions to food changes to you know you know maybe meditations and so on you know you maybe to go and have some physical manipulation of the body you have to be more engaged in your health aware of your health and so on so i think that maybe that's quite natural that that you have people that may have uh, yeah i don't know people and well and then you have to add on top that you have to pay for the homeopath you know in countries with free healthcare, um, you have to pay for the homeopath, or even if you uh, pay for pay for your health already yourself, maybe there can be something with your insurance and so on. There's no insurance company and no kind of like medical system that is trying to help homeopathy. That's for sure. So that, of course, is also a limiting factor that you have to pay to go and see the homeopath so those two things that you have to have the means to pay first of all and then secondly also that you have to be willing to take a bigger personal responsibility in your health and not just leave the responsibility with the practitioner so those things are of course limiting but isn't it interesting how we have these beliefs about homeopathy today that it's something that you have to believe in, that it's only water, that it's not working and so on. And you can see how the background of homeopathy is 100% scientific. You can find much more information about this uh, there is a very a really nice article to uh, Dana Allman uh, he is he he has written an article called a condensed history of homeopathy and i absolutely 
recommend that you read that article. It's it's uh, from his book called Discovering Homeopathy, Medicine for the 21st Century. Dana Ullman is a big communicator about homeopathy. There's some great, he's written some great articles, so I can warmly recommend reading the articles about him. And of course, if you think it would be nice to be able to access homeopathy very cheaply without having to pay the practitioner every time, then come and join the Home Prescribers Club. The first month is only $9 and you get access to absolutely everything. Uh, We have a big index of therapeutics. We have different interesting extra lectures in there. We talk about uh, coffee enemas and homeopathic philosophy and bentonite clay and union. We talk about a lot of different things, but of course... We have the big therapeutics index about homeopathy, what to prescribe. We have a thorough um, index of podcasts and extra material about the 36 homeopathic remedies in there. The 36 remedies that we absolutely use the most at home. And then, of course, we have the forum where we can exchange with each other, ask for help, help other people. And we have our weekly Q&As as well, where we talk our favorite topic, which of course is homeopathy. Thank you so much for tuning in to my little podcast, Homeopathy Lee. And I hope that we get to connect again very soon. Take care.